0: Wedding photographers.
1: Unite. Unite wedding photographers. Welcome to Wedding Photographers Unite episode number 115. I'm one of your hosts, Andy Buscemi, in good company with a chatty Kathy of the Hudson Valley, Mr. Jimmy Ferrara.
2: Hello, and it's about 115 times we've tried this so far in the beginning of this
1: podcast. Only Go! Only three. Uh, we are missing the mythical legend himself, Mr. Neil Urban, who may show up later. And we are also joined by the queen of Queen City of the Queen Cities. Okay.
3: It Lindsay Daddario. <laughs>
1: that
3: doesn't even make sense. No, it makes I, no sense at all. It's really dumb. Hey, Lindsay, what's I'll up? I'll take it.
1: Um, my, my reasoning behind that was because Buffalo is... Queen, the Queen City, but there are but as I looked that up, there are multiple Queen Cities. So I'm identifying. Wouldn't wouldn't Buffalo be like the the city of like wings or something? What? Well, back in White the day, Queen. back in the day they call it the Queen City. Who the hell knows why? Nobody knows right. why.
3: I but, like City of Good Neighbors. I roll with that one.
1: Yeah, I like that too. because we, actually I think that's probably more legitimate about like what Buffalo is about. If people aren't don't know Buffalo, and if you've never been here before, like. Buffalo has the nicest, most awesome people in the world where everybody's just down to earth. You can go into a bar and you can pretty much talk to anybody and there's none of that standoffishness that you get in bigger cities. And um pretty much even, you know, similar size cities, I feel like we just got it going on with like people are cool in Buffalo, man. So I like yeah. that. The city of good neighbors is probably a better better term for, for Buffalo. You get you
2: get a lot of that when it's like a, a decent sized city that's not competing with a major city and you know mm. New York's just taken over from you know anywhere within at least 100 miles if not two or 300 miles so you, you know you guys are probably like what 300 miles from New York uh, more, we're like less
1: we're like an eight hour car ride from oh New geez York. so it's oh, that's uh, more than that okay it's more than that yeah yeah
2: all right so yeah <clears throat> so you, you, you thrive on your own you don't you don't care what New York's doing Manhattan you know it, it's like whatever we're right. fine and other and that than that kind of
1: other than all goodbye. of our tax money, it gets funneled over to, to you guys over there. And uh, okay. yeah, you know, but it is what it is, I guess. Uh, Lindsay, before we started recording, um, you were starting to get into the glasses because we all because Jimmy and I were in black T-shirts with, with black glasses and uh, that was just just kind of happened that way. Uh, and you got the black glasses on too, and I've never seen you in glasses before. And I just asked you, I was like, why, what's the deal with the glasses? And then you started to tell me, and I was like, no, stop because we got to save for the show. So, uh, tell us about these glasses you got going on.
3: Yeah. So these are, um, blue light glasses. They're not actually corrective lenses. They're just for, um, I fatigue people who get headaches. Um, when you're editing all day and you start to go cross-eyed at the end of the day, um, it's supposed to help alleviate that by filtering out the blue light that comes from your screens. Um, this particular company, they market themselves as not having any, uh, color tint to their lenses. So a lot of blue light lenses have like a yellow cast to them. So if you're, Editing photos, obviously, that's it's no good. Your colors are going to be all wonky. So these ones are supposed to be clear. Um, I don't think they're clear. I think they do still have a little bit of a cast. But um, and I'm not sure if they do a damn thing, to be honest. But I'm trying them out, and we'll see if it helps.
1: So I'm. A- I've
3: always wanted glasses, just like for an accessory, but always felt a little guilty, like exploiting a handicap and wearing fake <laughs> glasses. So now I have like an excuse to wear them for a little bit. And uh, we'll see how it
1: goes. Well they look kinda they look kind of chill. You know, that's that's kinda why I kind of because I've never yeah. seen you in glasses before. It's you got the like the <laughs> hipster vibe going on with them. They're, but in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. Um but uh but yeah, so I I'm somebody who I'm really, if listeners haven't figured this out yet, I'm I'm very uh, skeptical human being by nature by a lot of these things. So I would like to um that inspires me to kind of like look up the science-based evidence of you know the studies that have been done and does, what does it actually do and does it actually um reduce or is it more of a placebo effect kind of thing i don't really know yeah um, i don't know either right. but right so how, I've long, got cool how glasses, long have you <laughs> but they look cool but how long have you um been been trying them out
3: um honestly i i go through phases with them um today i was color correcting all day and my eyes were just getting blurry and so i just threw them on because my eyes were hurting, um, but I've had them, um, gosh, probably since the spring, so it's been a while, but i don't I don't wear them probably regularly enough to really know.:
1: uh, Jimmy, what are you drinking?
2: Oh I was, I was just about to touch base on that, mm-hmm. folks. Um, Lindsay, you have wine, right? I do. Where, where is it? show us oh, Sorry there, there it is. Yay, I'm going to toast. I'm doing truly to, to start because I just don't want to go right to scotch. And here we go. Here it is.
3: Oh, here it comes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this is the orange. It's all right. The rosé is a better one. Anyway, I like this stuff.
1: Who was, Good. um? oh, the, the wedding photo hangover guys. I was going to say, who was uh, talking about you drinking those drinks?
2: Yeah, uh, it was them. Yeah. Yep.
1: I'm a, I'm a simple man. I'm just drinking a little bat blue light. I just okay. I keep it keep it simple you know um so Lindsay, we haven't had you on in a while and i was um thinking recently we have not had like a lot of uh female perspective on the show for like i think like a while now i don't even remember it might be like uh we had an event planner on maybe that was like one of the most recent times but yeah even that was so. a while ago now um so it's been a while since we've had some female perspective so i i asked uh asked you to be on and uh I don't know how we've been doing with that we are doing okay are we uh we're doing all right with our uh um... as far
3: as being men yeah <laughs> On I the guess, podcast. I
1: guess are we like jerks at any point have we been jerks at any point is there any any moments that have us uh, stuck out or are we doing okay I no, don't know. well
3: i've got I've got a topic for today, but we'll i think we can we'll ease we can into get it. into it, like with the topics
1: okay. <laughs> okay. all right sounds good is it yeah. now is the topic because um i'm gonna go through a lot of the stuff that's been posted in the group lately is yeah. it is it based around one of the questions that somebody asked it is, okay actually. it was
3: conveniently so yeah okay Related. cool yep
1: um and then in that case then uh maybe we'll just do like really quick what's going on in our wedding season right now and then we'll we'll jump into all that so uh so uh jimmy what's uh what's up man how where? how are you doing where are you at doing good Doing good. I'm loving my new
2: um, <clears throat> that strap I mentioned, and then the bag is is just what I want it to be. And uh, I can keep paperwork in there, I can keep a granola bar in there, even a bottle of water. And it's just it's just a nice way of flowing without always always having to go back to a bag on the ground. And uh, Andy, you're gonna like this. I am coming tomorrow. Here is the Sony. 35 one point here
1: 8. we go somebody mentioned this is gonna be all story <laughs> no. talking. Lindsay's just not gonna talk apparently so. well i i looked at my arsenal and i have a 28 mil which i do like oh god here we 85,
2: go yep and then now the 135 so that's four prime lenses yeah and i'm like i'm not gonna get a 35 and then add it to it so i'm gonna i'm gonna not even go to the wedding saturday with the 28 and the 50 i'm gonna go 35 85 135 all with fifty mil increments in between. It's a perfect lineup for a prime set, and it an all one point eight. Everything except Bam.
1: sometimes you need wider than thirty five.
2: Well, I have a twelve to twenty four. There you go. But I just don't have it for. A, a, it's not very fast. Yeah. But you know what? If I'm going to go wide, I'm going to go. I'm going to really go wide. I'm going to go twelve or fourteen or sixteen or eighteen or something like that. And I can then go thirty second shutter. So I got a few stops right there. You know, being at f four. Well, maybe two stops, but still and shutter. It's what are you
1: fine. shooting the thirty second shutter?
2: No, you can. You not thirty seconds. Did I say thirty seconds? You
1: said thirty second shutter. I'm like, why? What, right, what in, like, I'm, I'm in, are you taking? I'm in thirtieth. Thirtieth. Thirtieth second. Yeah. Okay.
2: Thirtieth. You can. Yeah. Thirtieth. Not thirty seconds. Okay. Yeah, what the hell? Oh <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Lindsay, what's up? So I'm. I'm looking forward to that lens. It's got the. It's got the button on the side. Does yours have that? You have the Zeiss version, don't you,
1: Andy? Which? Um, sure. The your thirty five. My thirty five is no. My thirty five is the Sony. It's not a G, but it's like the other one it's the one point four it's a good it's a nice one.
2: oh, the one okay, all right
1: all right Lindsey, where are you at in your wedding season? what's going on how are you doing?
3: um I'm at the point in my wedding season where I start to have like crazy uh nightmares mm. about ridiculous wedding scenarios. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote about one of them in actually in the group, but I had one last night that was pretty good uh where my my lens for my camera. Um, had turned into, okay, so bear with me, you know, uh, when you're icing a cake and they have that, uh, like plastic bag with the little metal yes. tip at the end that you use to yep. make. Okay. So that was my lens. So I was trying to hold up this plastic icing tube to my camera body now, was, and like
1: was the metal tube the metal thing like towards the far end or towards the,
3: the metal tube was like out in the front okay and then the plastic part i like stuffed into my camera body yes. and was like trying to like line up the tip of the oh tube yeah that's to actually kinda cool. kind it's of cool it's kind shot. of like uh
1: the lens babies like on you know like a snooty <laughs> lens baby baby kind of thing and I,
3: yeah and so i'm freaking out because the ceremony's happening and all i have is this Icing thing for a cake to use as a lens. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's where we are in wedding season. Or were
1: they all, did they all have a vignette to them? What did they look like?
3: I didn't see the shots. I think I, I think I might have woken myself up. Well, that's pretty good. You weren't
1: champion in the dream. You know what I mean? That's, that's a good sign, you know?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, Other than that, I've been shooting uh, quite a few proposals the last week or so. And I don't know where they came from. I don't know if uh, my SEO caught up from a proposal I did a while back, and now I'm just like popping up on Google for proposal photographer or what's going on. But uh, yes, yeah, so I did a couple of those over the weekend up at Niagara Falls. Um, and that's always exciting and a little nerve wracking, you know, hiding out and pretending to be a tourist and hoping they don't, you know, figure it out who I am and all of that fun stuff and making sure we're all at the same place at the right time and that they stand in the right spot with the right backdrop. And so there's a lot of scheming involved with with that kind of shoot. Um, but mm-hmm. they both worked out really well. It was super fun. Um, what else? Oh, and I, uh, when I'm not shooting weddings, I also contract for Reuters. So um, I've got a couple good news stories I've worked on recently and that's like a nice departure from the weddings it's uh, a totally different pace and um, just a good exercise and letting go of control like we have all the control in the world over the way our wedding photos look and as far as editing and all that stuff whereas with the news you just kind of shoot it and send it and that's that so um yeah it's just kind of nice to mix it up a little bit
1: cool yeah um I'm, uh, I just had my, my crazy hump of craziness, which like I had, I had two doubles in a row in August, but my September is weird because I have, like I had one on September 1st, which is a Sunday, but then I have, uh, two weeks off basically from, from, uh, from no audience, which is great. Cause I'll kind of like be able to catch up a little bit. Um, so it's kind of actually going to be a little bit chill now, now that I got over that craziness. Um, and uh yeah that's that's basically it towards the end of the month i've got that wedding in colorado which i'm looking forward to um and other than that i'm just editing trying to trying to keep up and uh and i'm doing pretty good with that this year i still still am on top of it i'm really happy with where i'm at um and that's really it uh so i guess we'll uh we'll yeah go ahead
2: do you find yourself shooting less less because you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to come back with three thousand plus images. No, let me just no. No, if you're anything, if anything,
1: lot. I shoot more and more because the these these cameras, these Sony cameras, are so good, and everything's just so in focus. And I'm just like, you know, I'm delivering less of what I shoot, but I'm I'm delivering higher quality work um, than than I was with the with the other cameras. So it's like and i don't care about space i hard drives are cheap 4 terabyte hard drives are cheap cheap as nails you know what i mean to back them up and i'm i'm actually shooting right. to 256 gigabyte cards on that on that a7r3 now and i'm just i put well, it's, in, space, I put it's in, not so
2: much about space it's more it's more time yeah but it's not you know, come back well
1: okay yeah the only thing that it, that it's more time is in that first run in that first run through of selecting m or calling in and honestly, I'm I'm so quick at calling. Like that's not the thing that slows me down. The slow thing, sl- sl- the thing that takes time, is the actual finessing of editing. You know, but the calling, well, of Like I'm just yeah. like bang, 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 bang. Like I'm picking like one shot out of ten sometimes. But I'm so fast at that. I don't even. That's who cares. You know. So okay. I never have All a right. problem coming home with lots of images. Um, I would rather have more because I'm delivering a higher quality thing at the end of the day. So, yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, listeners, we have an assortment of handpicked information that's relevant to you for to you. Uh, but first, just in case you forgot your place in space and time, this is Wedding Photographers Unite, a bi weekly wedding photography podcast for wedding photographers. By wedding, wedding
3: photographers. photographers.
1: Wow. <laughs> I wasn't okay. sure what was gonna happen, but I just wanted to like let it go on. Fine. And not only did you guys both do it, but you both came in like almost exactly at the same time over the oh, internet. We did. So that was nice. uh, that was that was very impressive, um, and uh, the show goes live roughly every other week. While we're at it, please do leave us a review in iTunes, uh, just like A M E C Photo did. Uh, a C M E Photo left all the stars, the five stars. That's what we want. Thank you, A C M E Photo, and they said. I've been shooting weddings full-time for 16 years, and I've still picked up a few great nuggets from these guys. They are amusing, informative, and extremely relatable. Uh, uh, I listened to a couple of the most recent ones and have now started back at episode one and have binged up to 20 in the last week. It's cool to hear the predictions on cameras and gadgets from your 2015 episodes now being in 2019. You weren't too far off at all. Uh, looking forward to catching up with the new episodes. Cool. That was a great review. Thank you. A M E C photo. And, uh, if you have been listening to the show and you enjoy it and you get something out of it, go over to iTunes, subscribe in iTunes, leave a review on iTunes. The stars are good. Words are better. And the more stars, the better. And that helps us, uh, helps other people find the show. And we really appreciate that. Um, and uh, also help us help you by sending in questions to info at or connecting with us on our Facebook group. Uh, we'd prefer to talk with you rather than at you. So speaking of the Facebook group almost exclusively, I guess the, pretty much all of the stuff that we're going to talk about today is going to come from there. Um, a few Because there's been a, a few things that have come through that I that are worth talking about. And I actually want to go back to uh, kind of like following the previous episode and I'm kind of scrolling down in the group um, just past the uh, most recent episode that was post that we posted, uh, and Gary wrote in and, uh, Gary, uh, Gary's actually that when I had that wedding in Los Angeles, he, um, I reached out to him cause I knew he was a listener of the show and he second shot that wedding with me out there. Um, so, uh, so that's, uh, that's the same, same guy. And, uh, Gary wrote in and he said, um, regarding non-disclosure agreements, Uh, has anyone come up with a creative solution middle ground for a client who wants the privacy of the agreement, but not wanting to pay for the NDA? Of note, I'm I'm highly interested in booking this client, but I'm hesitant to give up being able to share images and not charge for the NDA. Just so wondering if anyone has had a situation like this for a workaround, hit me with your ideas. Now, here's the thing, like sometimes I like see these things come through the group, and when I see them come through the group and I um, and I basically like I don't really always like take the time to respond like when they come out. But I'm like, oh, I would rather talk about that on the show because I'm just going to be able to communicate better. I'm going to be able to, you know, rather than I'm not a typer. I'm actually like I hate typing. I hate writing blog posts. I'm just more of a, you know, I would rather just communicate naturally. So um, I saw that. and I was like, oh, I can't. I don't even <laughs> I didn't even respond to it. So bad cause I figured I'd get it in the show. We are, there's, ladies there's, there's and gentlemen. There's things missing here, though. We have something, something that just happened here. Uh, we are joined by the mythical legend himself, <laughs> Mr. Neil Urban. <laughs> Hello, up? everybody. Hey, yes. Neil. You made How's it. Going? That's awesome. Thanks for, thanks for making it happen, man. Absolutely,
4: absolutely. Great to be here, guys. Cool.
1: Well, and good, Gail. Yes. Uh, the The timing is good because we uh, just went into the group and we're we just went to uh, Gary's post on uh, non disclosure agreements. So, um, what do you guys? Uh, I don't know if any of you guys responded to that, but what do you guys think about that? If a co- if a client uh, basically, uh, you know, doesn't want to, I don't understand what he said when he said not wanting to pay for the NDA. What does that mean? I um,
3: think what he's saying well, is I, that. Just, he, go ahead, Lindsay. Go ahead. Go ahead you go, Lindsay. Go. You go. <laughs> um. So. Sometimes if you're going to give up the rights to uh, the photos, like the copyright release goes to the client and then they're able to do whatever they want with the photos and you can't do anything with the photos, then there would be a a significant upcharge for something like that. Uh, And I think what he was saying is that the client doesn't want to pay any extra money. He just doesn't want the photographer to share the images. He wants them to be kept private. I think that's what he was trying yeah, but to
1: say. usually I don't use the word non-disclosure agreement for for that. Like I, I think it's like not a, a, yeah, it's yeah, yeah non NDA is like act. a separate kind of. That's, that's but,
2: totally wrong word for that. Yeah, yeah right, right. Because that's like you non-disclosure can't act talk means, about means you're not going to say anything to anybody. Yeah. You know?
3: right.
1: Yeah, right. This is yeah. just this is just it's, basically pre-release or, or yeah. model release. Actually, yeah, got confused. I think that's all. Yeah, right.
2: Um, I've seen this a couple times in my end where I shot celebrity quotation marks. And I wasn't used. I wasn't allowed to use the photo in studio. Certainly not website. Nothing like this. And I was like, all right, because I was doing the cover for this local magazine, and she happened to be on it. And uh, uh, that and there was one other time. But any other time, it's when uh, the situation Gary's coming across, which I get occasionally, is like the couple, wedding couple, being like. Um well, we're not we're not comfortable with our images on the website, or Instagram, and you know, and I just I'm like, that's fine. I'll just i'll I say them twofold. i I can I can put a clause in the contract stating that any images that I want to post i'll I'll uh, okay by you first, you'll approve them first. Um, if it's like a great looking couple, great location, one a first time place for me that I know is going to, like, I want, I want to blog this. I'm going to be honest with them. I go, look, I'm going to really want to blog this. So, and oh, you know, that did happen a couple years ago. And I'm back there this year, Wadsworth Mansion in Connecticut, really cool place. And the couple didn't want their, their, their faces or anything. And I convinced them otherwise afterwards. I said, look, your names aren't anywhere here. Your faces are only here and there on, on this. It's mostly about the place and then like wide shots. And she loved to post and was like totally fine with it. So you can kind of spin it. Before it gets to that point, but it depends. If it's a celebrity, or it's if it's, a, if it's a if it's a someone in your in the town that's kind of thinking they're a celebrity, maybe who just doesn't want anything out there, or is it just a couple who's like, hey, I don't want anything posted. So, but uh, NDA is the wrong term for that. Like right. Who talks about
1: the model release? The couple doesn't want to sign yeah. the model
4: release. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've photographed an FBI agents' wedding once, mm-hmm. and I mean, it was a it was security. He was more concerned about security of his family. Uh, of of you know that kind of uh, those photos being out there, so I hundred percent, you know, absolutely. That's nothing but respect for that. Uh, but then there's was one guy. He was he was like a lawyer. He was going out after for like councilman. He didn't really want any like drunken party photos out in line. I respect that. But you know, I'm I'm not going to use those photos against you or or put those out there. So yeah, um, you know, wh- whatever. It's When yeah, it's, 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 anyone- it's case by case, you know what I mean? Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, isn't that weird when that happens? You're like oh, – like, I just had this recently. Some guy is like – he's like, hey, was I in the back of that photo? I'm like, uh, yeah, probably. I'm like, the camera was pointing right at you. And uh, he's like, well, I don't, I don't want anything posted to me. I'm i an uh, FBI agent. I'm like, fine. <laughs> so I, I was like, you're at a wedding. There's cameras everywhere. Who First of all, who cares? And if you don't want any photos of you being act like a drunk mess, you know what then? Don't become a drunk mess. Be professional and be – if you're wor- worried about your your name and your reputation – be professional be an adult at, at, a, at an occasion like this you can't go crazy like that because then someone's going to take a photo of like hey look at a guy pulling his pants down dancing on the table you think no one's going to take that photo you think yeah most most a, most likely
4: he'll, he's probably being um, snapchatted and facebook lives at the same time by other guests too
1: <laughs> right i
4: don't know this guy just did not i think he was pulling my leg i don't think he didn't look
2: anything like any kind of agent other than a, a doritos agent
1: yeah, I, I, I've had that happen a number of times, too, where the couple, you know, doesn't want to have me post photos or whatever. And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like, I'll take that. I'll take the model release right out um, and I'll or I'll change it so that it says before use, I have to ask you. And that usually keeps them that they're happy about that. You know, like so if you want to change that, that's fine. I'll change it. It'll it'll say you know, Andy was showing me photography needs to ask permission before posting, but chances are like, if you, if you do great on their wedding and they're happy with you and there's only like five images, cause really for most weddings these days, there's really only like two or three images that I like actually really want to use or really want to post. Um, you know, and that's even dependent depending on, you know, the wedding and the couple and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, you, I'm, if if you ask in a nice way and, and they liked you as their wedding photographer and everything like that, they're probably going to say yes. Um, if, as long as it's not like, like that FBI situation kind of thing. And if it wasn't, the question is, is do you want to book the wedding or not? Because if you want to book the wedding, then just, then just give in and it's all good. But maybe you don't, or maybe you, you will book a wedding anyway, or maybe you think that they're going to be a pain in the ass client. Well, you could just, you could, you, it's totally within your right to say, Hey, you know, because I, because the, My shooting this wedding is less valuable to me because I can't use these images. I do have this additional fee that I charge, you know, when I don't have, when I don't have a model release to use the images, images totally within your right to do that. You know, like all, anytime we book a client, it, it's always a negotiation. A contract is a contract and, and they, clients are welcome to negotiate just the same as we're, we'll, you know, it, a contract should be freely negotiated. And so you, you are like when you're courting a couple to like book you, like it can kind of go in different directions and you can kind of bend towards them here, yeah. or you, maybe you can go more, uh, towards, uh, what you're looking for um okay so uh anything else on that one guys or should we move along
2: um no we can we can scroll away i think that's uh he had a good point to bring up though yep um you know i talked about ndas years ago when i worked in a film business i had sign my only nda i did was with donald trump for the apprentice two and in i was in the room where i saw the last two contestants are you breaking it aired. now
3: by talking about it
2: yeah, right. <laughs> so I was a $10 million non disclosure act. And it was, early, you know, whatever year Apprentice 2 came out. So it was like six months prior, let's say. And I didn't even tell anyone that I was even, I told them people I worked with Trump. I still have a photo of that, but I didn't say anything whatsoever. I was so scared. I was like, because they were like really serious about it. I'm like, wow. So anyway
4: um andy you had mentioned uh you know what contracts are negotiable i just want i just want the listeners just to uh i just want to remind them that they're the boss you are the artist you are the boss and if if they want to do something and you're not comfortable with it walk away right it's not it's not worth it
1: um yeah absolutely yeah and that works on both sides sometimes couples might not like something we have and they're gonna walk away you know so yeah. it's uh you know
4: give and take yep
1: uh dan writes in and says so he found a local ad where a couple is getting married and instead of paying for a wedding photographer they are selling tickets for up to four <laughs> photographers 150 dollars <laughs> each and you get the opportunity to shoot this wedding for your portfolio you it to it. Wait, wait, wait
4: a minute. Wasn't it a possibility <laughs> of shooting the wedding? It wasn't like you get to shoot my wedding. It was, it's a you're, opportunity, a, it's an, an opportunity. Oh, of course. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's a consideration.
1: Well, Dan said opportunity. So I'm going to assume if I pay my $150, I get to photograph that wedding for free. Right. Well, for $150. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> um,
4: Get the hell out what? of here. I mean, that's, that's just going that's for the new, the new, new, new. Like, you need something in my portfolio, in, in your portfolio, and here, here's an opportunity to shoot a wedding. It's and funny. Th- that's it's a little insulting that.
2: to the wedding photography world. It is. You know, is, it, is, it, is,
4: it, is it fake? It's got to be fake.
1: Well, I, it, I don't it, know. No, you know, we were just talking.
4: That, or is it a Craigslist thing? Was it Craigslist? <laughs> Or market marketplace, or well, either Who one. Who knows? It, it, he didn't. He like... didn't
1: give the details. I didn't even look up the story. I just even even if they're, <laughs> even if that's half true, I think that's actually like whatever you know, because uh, what was I was just gonna say like it's like good. For, I think, Linda, you just said good for them. You know, yeah. right?
3: Yeah, like why not? Just throw it out into the world, see who shows up. You, if you don't care them. about your photos, say. yeah. I mean,
1: they're, try- they're oh, trying. trying to rec- it's totally
3: re- insulting. I don't disagree. They're but... trying to
1: recoup some of that wedding money. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. they're paying that, yeah. all that money for that wedding. They got to recoup it somehow. They might as well have the photographers pay them. You know, it'll be a part <laughs> of the day.
3: <laughs> so wait, was I, I, this person I, I, writing in to ask if they should do it? No, or? he was just saying that what it was, was kind of. Question?
1: He was just trying to bring up the topic. Oh. Um. All right, and then Lindsay, you had your post there that had a few different topics we're going to get into. Um, but I'm wondering if we want to go to Maria's next. Um, yeah, let's do let's do this one, and then we'll go to, to okay. what you posted and the yep. people that responded back to thing. Lindsay there. So, uh, Maria wrote in, and she said, "Um, so I know focusing on a subject before taking the photo is like photography 101, but I'm curious if there are other methods to keep the subject crystal clear. Lately, we're having issues with a slight blurriness." And I'm not sure if our camera and lenses just need to be tuned up, or if it's something we're doing wrong. We back button focus, and we only and we use one shot versus servo unless the subject is moving, like aisle shots. Any suggestions? And thank you. Well, I think she's right, but go ahead, guys. What do you think?
4: Do we have any information of what kind of camera she's? I, Canon. Uh, Canon.
1: I can't comment. I don't know Canon. Yeah. Well, I shot
4: Canon. Well, I'm curious Canon. if they I were. I don't do back button either. I'm probably the only person who doesn't do that, but... I, I never I'm did. Not, I'm not familiar.
2: I used to. I have, I, my D5 has a setup to do it, but I don't use that camera much anymore, and I have. But it's not like I can't use the main button. It's an addition to. Lindsay, you're the
4: cannon shooter around here. Um,
3: yeah. What do well, you think? So I'm curious if she, if their images were... Uh, if they always had focus issues or if these have just come up all of a sudden, because if that's the case, it's probably not a technical thing that like a user error. It's probably something to do with the camera, I would suspect. Um, I do use the back button focus. Um it's a nice feature to be able to both shoot and focus simultaneously so you can be hitting that shutter but it's like a photojournalism thing um just to be able to like really fire fast while while focusing if you just you really need to get the shot um but i'm not sure that that would you know cause a camera shake or mm-hmm. I, I honestly don't know without knowing a little more information.
4: You know, you know what I'm kind of thinking is, uh, what if what if this person is shooting at a low f-stop, and one person is like, you know, just slightly in front of, like, like let's say if they the father of the bride and, and the bride are, are walking down the aisle, and the father of the bride is like one step closer, and she's focused in on a father bride, and she's noticing that the maybe possibly the bride is out of focus, and she's shooting, and maybe you know. There there's a lot of the, lot of yeah. variables here, but yeah. it's just one of my quick, guesses of what's going on.
3: Yeah, a quick calibration test would figure that out very, very fast. You know, if you if you Google like calibration test or whatever, there's all sorts of systems out there that you can purchase or DIY to um to test out your lenses and, and see where they're at and then do all the little micro adjustments and things like that. I've done it before, it definitely works. Uh, sometimes you know you just bump your camera against the table or whatever, and then all of a sudden your lens is a little wonky. So it could be as simple as that.
1: Right? Chances are, I would say, if it's not user error in the sense of you're shoot, you know, you're shooting at like a low shutter speed, for example, or you're shooting shallow and um, you're shooting too shallow for what's happening, and 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 the subject is walking forward. You know, it, as long as it's not user error. Ninety nine percent. This is a micro focus auto adjust issue on the on the DSLR, um, and it happens all the time on on DSLRs. And and it's in it both when I was shooting Canon and Nikon, it's the same thing. Whereas every once in a while, like like a lens. You know the the camera tells the lens to focus at one four at at one feet away or whatever, and it's it's actually focusing at one point one feet and and half a centimeter, and then and then when you're shooting at one four, it's so shallow that you can you can see that it's not in focus. So um, you need to kind of teach the camera, hey, when you shoot this lens, you need to be back focusing by, by you know, whatever, however many centimeters it's supposed to be in order that every single time it's going to actually shoot one four where you want it to shoot. Because lenses, as much as, you know, they try to have consistency between, you know, each lens, but some lenses might be slightly off a little bit here or there. And if you're somebody that shoots shallow, you're going to notice that a lot um, unless you shoot Sony. Uh- <laughs> No, I'm just.
2: We can't talk Sony. Remember, well, we're gonna no. get yelled at.
1: No, but I know. I'm. I'm just. Uh, yeah. I'm just... Sony talk... Lindsay? <laughs> Lindsay, Lindsay how much Sony part. talk?
3: up, <laughs> What?
4: What happened? What happened before I came on the just
1: show? Just once. Just once, and I tried You're, to nip it in the butt. <laughs> no.
2: What? What I mentioned had nothing to do with Sony. I, I didn't say anything about Sony. I just said he oh, was, talk, did, he but was yeah, talking. Just just lens, he was talking actually. about lenses. He was talking
1: about lenses. But but I, I, as much as I joke, I'm like dead serious that like my images when I shot DSLRs, yeah, I know. like annoyed the crap out of me. Like like I'm shooting I'm shooting at one four. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. The shutter speed is where it's supposed to be. I even tried to do this microfocus auto just stuff, and then it's still off. You know what I mean? Because it's, cause it's like you can still peel over that. And on the, on this, every time I shoot at one four, everything's in focus. Everything's in focus. It's like
4: no, Andy, I, it was just user error. It might have. It That's all been, was. Right. <laughs> it,
1: man, I didn't want to. Deal with the micro focus auto adjust stuff, um, but I can almost guarantee you that that's what this is. Like when you write in and you have that kind of thing, like what's going on, what's what is it? It's because of that issue. Um, so do that micro focus auto adjust, and then uh, that should hopefully take care of it. And if you if you get sick of that, um, go mirrorless. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so so uh, let's go to so Lindsay uh, wrote in that she's going to be guest- guesting on the show. And uh and then we had a few people respond and then I think we're gonna get into some of our main topics here as as we uh as we go on. So uh Anna Marie uh wrote in you know to, to Lindsay's post there and she wanted us to talk about something not Sony, laugh out loud. Well, we <laughs> We already found on that in a couple little ways. Um, I have a question about professional prints for clients. What do you consider professional? Obviously not CVS, but what about Nations Photo Lab or Bay Photo, for example? Bay Photo is a little overwhelming to me with the different paper types, so I would love to hear everyone's thoughts.
2: Uh, well, they're all overwhelming. Bay, White yeah. House. Yeah. Uh, what's, the, what's the big one there? Um, Millers. Uh, Millers, yeah. I mean, get, get prepared to just go through the whole... Their whole selection and be like, "Uh, this is crazy," and just maybe get a sample pack. They they'll send you like a little mm-hmm. sample sheet of like this paper, this paper, this, and even that's like, "This is crazy."
4: That's overwhelming um, too. That you know? is
2: overwhelming, but you'll decide. You know, just offer. You know, you can offer like luster, matte, and glossy, and be done with it. You know, all the other stuff is I find overkill with the pearl and the matte pearl and all this.
1: I kind of like those so, metallic prints. It's cool. The metallic but, prints are like. Those are cool. They're, I mean, they're definitely like they're definitely like wow factor and all that. But like for the right image, those things are just like I mean, not for weddings so much. But like if you're doing like art prints and stuff like that, that stuff is just pops, man. That stuff is cool as hell.
4: Yeah. Yeah. For landscapes to weddings, man, it's just too much, too much gloss. Like it is. You, yeah. You have it on the wall and you can't even see it just because I mean, it's got to be like a dark room with a light right over it to, to make it pop. You know, if it's if it's in a bright room and you got a glossy, photo, like a, like a metallic or acrylic, oh my gosh, you can't even look at it. But um, but no, I, you know, this is why I love the trade shows, and this is pretty much the only reason why I love trade shows so much, like WPPI and all that stuff, is to go there and you can actually feel the product uh, with with your hands and and look at them up close and personal and just take notes down of which ones your favorites. Go home a little sample order and uh and you'll be good to go but keep it keep it simple uh if if you're gonna offer your clients prints um you don't want to offer too much you know you don't want to you know overwhelm your clients of you know this is glossy this is matte this is fine paper uh you know i I love luster um metallic prints for you know something uh, i don't even offer that anymore i love the canvas too um, so just offer just a couple of things and, and th- that won't over – if you're overwhelmed, you don't want to overwhelm your clients. I would say this. Ask them if
2: the photo is being framed behind glass. If so, I always go glossy because you're going to get a f- reflection from the glass anyway and you'll get a true black on a glossy print. You do the same thing with Luster, but if you ever hold them up to, to each other, it just seems to be deeper. If it really is or not, I don't know. It just seems to look like it is. Gloss? You mean yeah. – yeah.
4: Glossy. Hell yeah. You're saying you're getting better blacks out of gloss uh, than I've, I've,
2: I have had a client, uh, order prints and she, it was either she wanted gloss or didn't get gloss whatever the price was. So I just reordered it again. And when I looked at it, I'm like, huh, what are, same lab, same prints, everything. And I'm like the, the gloss had a deeper black. And when I used to print downstairs in my basement with my, in my dark room, I definitely glossy print, uh, rendered a, a deeper black than, the. Than a lustre or Ilford's pearl finish, whatever it was, uh, yeah, yeah, But it's got a you know a cooler feel to it when you pick it up. So if, it, if, if it's going behind something with no glass, then I'd be like, all right, let's go maybe matte finish though, so, because it looks kind of neat and it does no reflection and has like a very rustic kind of look to it. All depends on what they're doing.
4: Have you know? guys heard of uh, acrylic paper? Um, no, like that cliche I, thing. I don't know. I just she heard of it last it. night, and it looked it looked quite incredible. Um yeah. on the computer. On the computer. I was just looking at it on the computer. It looked looked pretty impressive. So I just want to know if you guys heard of it. If it's a new thing that coming out. You know how when metal came out, everybody was like, What are you guys talking about? But um yeah. I was just wondering if you guys heard well, of that. I mean
1: like I like the cover of my wedding books uses like an acrylic.
4: Thing. No, it's you know like a mean? paper.
1: Like, yeah, right.
4: Yeah. No. I just yeah. I got I got search more about it. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: speaking of deep blacks. Uh, Neil, is that a black T-shirt that you're wearing over there? Oh, snap! It's, son. Look it's at navy. Look It's a navy. oh, uh, You should have just yep. gone with the. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I just I just got home. I just threw something
4: on really quick. Okay. I couldn't get yeah. all dressed up for you guys. Just curious. Just. Curious. We should do that when I. And, and girl.
1: We should I all dress can't up.
3: Can't see Neil, so I don't. I. Oh, oh don't you
1: can't. Right. Oh, what? <laughs> you're, you're supposed to. Well, you see, you see the video of him, right, or no?
3: No.
2: Oh, I really? What do you Dark light. And he always has one light over here that you don't have on right now, Neil. So Neil's always like this edgy light with a scruffy beard. This
1: is why Neil is the mythical legend himself because he's very mysterious. He shows like up at random points. You know what I mean? Like, Just it's hear like, his voice. Yeah, there's a little bit of mystery with that Mr. Irvin, you know? Um, it's always been my brand, actually. Believe <laughs> it or not. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, now this, is, I think, is going to be like a really good topic. We, we started to get into this a little bit last episode. Okay. Um, and I'm curious to see where we go with this. Uh, Steve, uh, Gabri, who's, uh, and I'm sure i always, I know that I'm pronouncing his last name, not right, but I like to be like worldly when I say his last name. And, and usually in most, I think foreign languages, you would never pronounce the S at the end. You would say it's whatever. So Steve Gabri, that's what I say. Um, he's in our area. He wrote in, he said, uh, perhaps, uh, aging, and staying connected with your client base and the evolution of style and voice, so I think like aging as um, as we get old as we've been doing this all of us have all of us have been doing this for like over eight nine, ten years now, that kind of thing and uh as we've kind of been in this industry for a while and have have uh you know grown you know matured in what we're doing and everything like that, uh where do we think that we're going to be going, and how do we stay connected to our client base and the current client base or like the, the younger people that are, you know, that are getting married in their twenties, you know, so to speak. So, uh, what do we, you know, we, we just, in the last episode, we just touched on that briefly when I think we were talking about editing styles. And, uh, I basically just said like, you know, I do want to be aware of what the current editing style is because if you're not, then your photos look like they came from fifteen years ago or ten years ago, you know? So so I wanna be aware of what's currently happening, even the editing Hello. style, but 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 how Dude, about everything else, right? So in, in
4: in today's times, I mean two years ago is already out of style.
1: Right. Or or even yeah. four years
4: ago. Remember two, that whole four, matte, yeah. that, that whole Matt look? I mean, that's gone. I mean that that died for three oh, the, four three or four years fade. ago. Yeah. And, and then the whole uh, desaturation, like everybody like yes. the yellows and the greens, that, yeah. that died like two years ago. So it's like, holy crap. Everything I remember is that. changing
2: so I much. Know. Let's let's think about all the couples who have that huge print frame that cost them $1,000 in this summertime and they're looking at it and go, where's the green? Was it in summer? <laughs> and they look at it now and go, yeah, that's a little crazy. Look cool all the time. I mean, I like, I do some filters. So we all do it. We all ride with the flow. We look at something and we go, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. My suggestion is everybody just, don't stray far right. from your own style. Yes, and that's and do it in doses, small doses.
1: Hundred percent, and like, and that's what I was saying. Like, I always want to maintain like my basic philosophy throughout any editing styles I might go through. But I did. Um, I am kind of like kind of going through like a third, like phase of where I'm you know, like stylistically. I'm kind of like moving my my basic kind of uh, preset around a little bit. Um, but I did. But I one of the ones that I went with um on a recent wedding that and i'm like going through this like right now like within the last like five five weddings that i've edited and i you know went with like a bass preset and i noticed like man like some of these bass presets like like the blues for example like are not even close to blue they're like this like aqua thing do you know what i mean and and it was or some of them
4: are gray right
1: yeah and it's like and it's like the the couple whose wedding I was editing they had like a blue like a like a navy blue kind of like look to their to like the bridesmaid dresses and i and I forgot that like when I was editing, I was like, man, like I can't be delivering this like that like mm-hmm. so I kind of like 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 edged that preset like way back from what it thought that it wanted to do, so it was like a little bit more natural and then had that consistency of like what I expect that I want my look to be, you know um but, but outside, even outside of the editing stuff, what Lindsay, I feel like, uh, it said you had a lot to say here and I feel like you do. Um, we're just on the whole thing of like kind of evolving as we continue doing this.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think this is a good group to pose this question to Cause like you said, we've all been doing this for a long time now and we all have very different styles, you know, artistically, like there's not one look that just lasts forever. You have to always be a student and, you know, kind of evolve a little bit with the times and um, always be yourself and, and, you know, aesthetically and personality wise and all that's great. The thing that I wanted to touch on was um, the language that we use in our uh, websites and in our Instagram posts and on our podcasts, for example. Um, and like using inclusive language to talk, uh, to not just brides, but to talk to grooms too, and to talk to gay couples and, um, everyone in between. And so Andy, I texted you earlier this week because I noticed you guys always talk about brides, brides like this, brides like that. Um, this bride told me this, this bride told me that. And I texted Andy and I said, do you have any clients that are men? And he's like, no, (laughs) So I and then I decided I well, needed to take a poll. We
1: have clients that are that are men, but but she Your Lindsay, primary Lindsay asked me who contact. is the primary point of contact. And for yeah, me, yeah. that it is 95% brides, ni- really? ninety five percent brides. Nine nine yeah. Maybe five percent, ten percent at the most on a year will I get like guys? Like there's that one out of ten grooms that that's the main point of contact, but nine out of time ten times it's the bride for me.
3: Yeah, and that's what I figured because you know, whenever you're telling a story about a client, it's always bride, 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 you know. Um, so that's why I asked, and I was really surprised that most people said the same thing. I thought, um, things were transitioning more towards you know, grooms kind of play more of a role in some of the decisions with weddings. I know, you know, Andy, you just got married recently. Um same thing with you Jimmy and I'm sure you guys had opinions about like where it happened and who photographed it and who was invited and how much you spent like it's it's a an occasion for yeah. two people who are making a choice to be together and you know what happens at the wedding is a choice between two people and I think as an industry um we're starting to move towards talking about couples as opposed to brides and grooms so as to be more inclusive with um, you know, the men, the women, the gay couples, um, and everything in between. Um, so uh, for me, my, my ratio for the last two years, I did the math. It's like 65, 35. Um, so a lot of times my main point of contact is the groom. Yesterday I actually had a consultation. It was just the groom came, no bride. Oh, <laughs> we did call done. we did call her, we, um, like speaker phoned her in for a part of it, but yeah, it was, it was just him. Um, and I, I guess I just kind of thought that was the way the trends. And so I started asking around and it was like maybe three of the 10 people I asked were like, yeah, it's like 60, 40. And yeah, everyone when, else was like, no, 90, 10, you know, kind but, of my mom, But when we were
1: texting there, part of what we were talking about is, is this because brides are making contact with male photographers and because you, are female, are you getting more grooms that are reaching out to you? Did you, did you reach out to other female photographers,
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. I I have like no rhyme or reason to why I get a lot of male clients and other people don't like there are certain photographers that I thought would have a lot of male clients either based on you know their their style or just the way that they speak or look or whatever like I based on nothing really and I yeah I was surprised by who had a lot of male clients and who didn't
4: Hmm. but what yeah but what's it matter though if, if you don't mind, i just going to... It doesn't. Just gonna, it, doesn't. Okay. it just made
3: me... Because um, uh, the language that's used on the show a lot is always, like, about brides. And so I was just curious if you, like, primarily deal with brides. Okay. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so the point of all that is, like, uh, to go back to Stephen's question about um staying relevant, I think that's, like, an important movement now in the wedding industry. You know, we want to all uh, be conscious of who our audience is and be inclusive of, of everyone out there. You know, if we're talking, if the language in our contract is like, okay, bride sign here, groom sign here, and you've got two grooms, then, you know, then they, what, they had to cross out bride and like write in groom. And, um, you know, just being aware of those sorts of, of things I think helps to, uh, keep you relevant too.
2: Yeah. Good point on that. I I was busted on my first gay wedding with the bride and groom they did exactly that and then i realized ah it's an easy yeah. edit in InDesign to change that before i export it you know it's a simple thing um i'm still old school where i print it out and they get it and they sign it and scan it i don't want to do the Adobe yeah. thing
3: but uh, i you're most up the points. people know most people know that's an honest mistake you know no one's like oh you know course, jimmy you're a homophobic you know what oh, I mean? of
2: course but you feel bad you want to cater to them as much as possible you want them to feel everyone you want everyone to feel in, they, they're in good hands 100%. You know, you don't want to make a, a mistake like calling them the wrong name, you know, <laughs> which we've all done. I've done that, too. Sometimes oh, we, yeah. let's say you shoot the sister's wedding. She's there as a maid of honor. It's a year later. And you keep calling the bride a sister. I that, oh, I was so mad at myself. I was kicking myself. But just before today, tonight, I talked to the groom for this weekend. The bride was like in the background. I looked back at, at um, her name's Caroline, but she goes by Carrie. First time I've even been hearing that. We we never met. We only talked on the phone. So I've I've dealt with him a hundred percent of the time. I don't even have her email in my thread. So you're right. It's not always, it's not always the bride. It's definitely
4: not. And you know, if, uh, for our consultations, we have a, a folder full of uh, bride, bride, groom, groom. Um, contracts right. so we're, we're not caught off guard because sometimes we'll, we'll only be in contact with one person and all of a sudden you know the, the couple will arrive and there's you know two girls and you had no you had no idea so at least we don't have to go back into the computer and make a change or anything or, or cross it out or white it out um, it's, it's already right there for you. Yeah,
3: that's yeah. A- I think even easier just to just con- contact one contact two because you know what if it's a trans person you know what if they don't identify as bride or groom you know I had somebody who called herself a broom last year.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't have a contract that says that. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just keep I like super neutral. Ref- instead of saying bride and groom, you just say couple, and instead of, um, yeah, you get the point. Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, that kind of makes me nervous because I don't like when um, the parents fill it
1: out. Oh, I don't let them. You no, know I mean, Mm-mm. I I don't let them because anymore because they're
4: the ones who are paying. So that whole contact, not I don't care. Contact, too, that, I, don't care. Kind of,
1: I just had would, this come up the other day. Me yeah, I know.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I agree.
1: Yeah, I just had this come up the other day, like that the mom is paying or whatever, and she wanted to sign the contract. And I'm like, nope, mom can pay, but but you guys are signing the contract. My my obligation is with the two of you. So um, I'm, you know, I'll send the contract your way, and you guys can fill it out. Um, if whoever's paying, that's fine. But you know we're you know I, my contract is with you. You know. Yeah. Agreed. And if not, then I don't really care. See ya. Go be somebody else's problem. You know. If they want to
4: feel important and sign a contract, just make a little witness little little box for them to sign, <laughs> right. just so that so that they feel important.
1: Right, witness box. I just
3: explained that it's a gift. You know, like this is your gift to your son or daughter.
4: Right. And yeah. you know
3: this is for them, and so I want to make sure that I'm taking the shots that they want. Um, oh, no. I will. I guess I would take a contract with the parents signing it, but I would make sure the bride and groom knew that like, if your mom wants me to go around and take photos of all of her friends, I have a contract with her. And if that means I miss the speeches, cause I'm off with your mom somewhere. Yeah, then, but another reason you know? I don't
1: let mom sign it is because in my contract by default, I have a model release in the contract. So you know the couple signs, and then there, there, the all they're, there's also a model release, you know, number in there that allows me to use the photos on the website, kind of a thing. It's like, you know, it. I just I don't I don't want to deal with mom for for that. Mom can show up to the meeting. I'm happy to talk to mom, or I'm I'm using mom here. I should use dad too. I'm whoever (laughs) it is. If dad wants to show up to the meeting, he can come too. They can all come. And a lot of times for the Indian weddings, like they all do come. There's like there's like ten people in my office (laughs) for those. Those I like that though. That's actually kind of fun. Um, but uh, but yeah. Anything else on uh, staying relevant and and staying connected to younger the younger generation? Um, or do we go on? Oh.
3: You know, actually I have one thing on that too. Um, a friend of mine, she is working on a new website and she's a like a husband and wife, um, duo. They do weddings, portraits, all that good stuff. And they are working on their bio and her husband didn't want to put their photo up on their website because he thought they looked too old and he thought it would like scare, scare clients away. um, and first of all, they're like 38. They're not, they 38? <laughs> oh, no. I know,
2: right? <laughs> so,
3: oh, I would want to swear like, so bad right now. Oh, they, they um, you know, How the younger kids How old do you feel right, right really, now, Chippy? I know. It's like completely crazy. And she was like, she thought he had a point. And I just, I remember when I was first starting out and I'm like 23 years old and no one took me seriously then. They're, you know, they thought I was working on a, school project or running a lemonade stand like I could not get, like people's first question be like oh how old are you or you know what um they there was not a lot of trust in a young person and so you know there's there's pros and cons to to all ages in this industry and if you just embrace sort of the season that you're in like she, as a 38 year old she's um, she's not obviously so old that she can't relate to someone who's in their mid twenties, and she's also got a lot of experience, which is something that she can use as a as selling point. So I think it makes all the sense in the world to use her photo. I mean, you should always use a photo, anyways. But um, yeah, just embrace where you are and uh, yes,
1: mm-hmm. own it's it. It's an important point. Yep.
4: Yeah,
2: that's that's it's everything. It is in, everything in life as you get older when you're like. No, nah, I can I don't think I can wear this anymore. Be like, but if you really like wearing that, and we want it, and you own it, no one has the right then to make fun of you or to or to say, I'm not hiring this guy. Look what he's look what he's wearing. I'm, I'm making also, a, a broad statement, obviously, but
3: yeah. Remember, we're artists, and they expect us to be kind of weird and different. So, <laughs> exactly. You know, True. like roll, just
4: roll we're all with a it. little quirky. Yeah yeah that's fine
1: <laughs> and, and and having confidence in yourself as, and who you are as a person uh, you know is the is a huge thing to like to booking and and being yourself and you know this is who I am, so that's that's what you get and and then you're gonna attract clients that want you right than than somebody else i i you we don't have to all mold towards the same thing you know like I see a lot of um you know, the younger photographers that are starting out where, um, you know, their logo has the mountain on it, you know what I mean? And they're, they're going to do elopement photography and the, and then, and the girl has the hat, the black hat on, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, mm-hmm. come on, like, you like, you don't need to mold into the same human, you know what I mean? In order to attract, to attract clients, be who you are and let that kind of happen naturally and, um, and all that. So, yeah,
4: being genuine will go, go a long way.
1: Right. Um, now, now we're going to get into the thick of it with Valerie's question. Here we go. You guys are ready to go? You guys are ready to yeah, dive in? Here yeah, reading, this reading is, along. This is uh-oh, the last. Uh, well, no, I, didn't, I just I didn't see this. We haven't had a lot of um, male female topics on the show recently, and we haven't and because we, you know, we've been, it's been a while, like I mentioned, from the start of the show. Um, but I'm curious to hear um, and see where this goes. So um, I think. Um, uh, so Val, Valer Kaczynski writes in. She says, I think this would be a great choice uh, to get the male plus female viewpoint on things. So questions for Lindsay. Um, Lindsay, I'd be curious to hear about if you had any experiences with harassment at weddings being a woman. This could be for everyone else as well. Has anyone dealt with any type of harassment on a wedding day? Didn't we did we just talk about this?
4: It? Oh, no. Okay, this is for Lindsay. I'm sorry.
1: Maybe we did, but uh, but that was without um a female perspective. Yeah, remember oh, I yeah, told the story right. about
4: exactly. the guy pulling yes. out his junk right and yeah. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> oh. we were we were
1: talking about that and I said I and that we didn't we had a certain level I was like I would be curious to you know have a somebody on that's that's experienced this from a female perspective. So, here we go. Uh <laughs> i mean, only only what you're comfortable with, I guess, you know, and Yeah. yeah.
3: Um yeah, I think you know you're at a wedding with a bunch of drunk idiots. Most female photographers have had issues here and there, and you know sometimes it's it's a mild thing it's um you know someone asks if they can buy you a drink, and you're like, the drinks are free ha ha, go away um or you know they try to dance with you or whatever, and you can just kind of walk away and it's harmless and Um, You know, you don't want to cause a scene and you want to be professional and you certainly don't want to bother the bride and the groom with a guest that's that's bothering you. Um, But there is a line. And, you know, I've I've had experiences. I had this one wedding where uh, right at the beginning of the day, we're in the hotel room. I'm with the bride and her uncle comes in and he's this sort of jolly, goofy guy. And they warned me right away. They're like, oh, he's going to. You know, old Uncle Jimmy He's going to... Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to use Jimmy. I don't know I actually. Remember
2: I was so name. sorry, I, Lindsay, that day. I really was sorry. I, <laughs> I, I apologize.
3: His I old was a little Uncle, drunk that Uncle day. Uncle Bob, okay? <laughs> um, and, you know, they kind of warned me, like, oh, he'll be a handful today. And I'm thinking, like, okay, I know how to deal with this guy. He's going to make some comment about my outfit or something something stupid but this guy was awful i mean i was photographing a centerpiece during cocktail hour and i am knelt down next to the table and i felt sort of this like looming figure over top of me and i kind of turn and he's got his junk light. and this is an old not it doesn't matter how old he is but it was gross either <laughs> extra gross this old man's junk like right behind my head and he said while you're down there and i'm just like are you fucking kidding me oh god um, yeah. and at yeah. this point it had been going on all day just like stupid little comments and at that point i did, i was very uncomfortable and i just i stood straight up and i got right in his face and i said if you speak to me one more time at this wedding we're going to have problems he's like oh um you know lighten up and i'm like oh no this is me this is me being light i'm telling you right now you yeah that's that's Ever again. Like you're done. Um and then of course. I don't know
2: the- how you didn't go to the Yeah, I know. I don't know how you didn't go to the couple and be like, he leaves or I leave.
3: Yeah. After that comment. Thing, I don't know like, how you he didn't say it He was at the um at the hotel room, like he's obviously very close with the bride. And she thinks because he probably doesn't say that stuff to her. She thinks he's like funny and cute and charming. She doesn't know, you know, the extent of that. And I'm not gonna let her know her uncle's a pervert on her wedding day. You know what I mean? Well, I didn't,
2: I, I, I mean, like, ex- <laughs> I, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, my thought, my answer is a little extreme, but that's, yeah. that's bad.
3: That's in bad. any other situation, obviously like I would have made a way bigger deal of it. Um, and as the evening went on, he did like, he kept coming up to me and trying to dance with me and whatever. And you know, I just, I had to get in his face after a certain point. And, um, I had one other wedding where, uh, my assistant saw something happen that I missed where a, a a guest at the wedding as I was walking by threw down like a business card on the ground and went to pick it up as I was walking by. And I just thought like the guy dropped something. And my assistant Steve came up and he said, nope, that that guy just dropped, watched you come drop that intentionally to bump into you. And I'm just like, oh, gross, you know, whatever. But as the evening went on, he got really, really aggressive And, uh, people noticed, um, and they actually like removed this guy and they like took him into another room. The people were very apologetic. Um, they recognized that he was just like constantly talking to me and being inappropriate or whatever. And then it got to a point where he just started like screaming in my face, the disgusting things he wanted to do. And they physically removed him from the wedding. Um, so I didn't have to do anything in that situation, but, um, had it had that not happened i would have definitely left in that particular case and i don't think anybody would have been upset about it but that brings me to my next point about um, having a clause in your contract mm.
1: um, this is what came up when when we were recording that one time this topic came up when we were talking about the clauses in the contract and, and we oh this is exactly what it was cuz we cuz i asked you guys i was like do you guys have that do you have that yeah. and i was like i don't have that cuz i don't have that but I, yeah. I and then i said like but if i was a female and, had, and some of the stuff that that goes on I probably would, you know, right? So it's um,
3: like you hate to put it in there because you don't want to freak out the bride and groom and make them think that there's a chance you might just walk out because someone said something slightly off color, mm-hmm. um, which I would never do. Like I'm there, I'm a professional, like I can deal with drunk people. Like it's fine. But, um, you know, I always worry if that will tip them off or make them think like, Oh, maybe we should hire a guy or, you know, I, I don't know. Um, but it, it well, you can, you seems- can, you
2: can put it, you can stay in that in the, in a clause like that. You can say anything excessive um, harassment. Just say those words. Any uh, use of illegal drugs in in my in my uh, in that I'm witnessing. Anything that you know is like this is very uncomfortable. Yeah. And then then you can say somewhere along the line, we should always we should post this on the page. Like well, how to word it short and sweet. And then say you know that it might sacrifice. My, uh, my time there at the wedding for some, not yeah. saying, Hey, I'm going to leave, but say, Hey, if I, if I've seen cocaine everywhere I turn at a wedding, I'm like, I'm not, this is crazy. I'm not, I'm not staying here. I'm, I'm, I'm out. You guys are doing cocaine in front of me. Get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? Some like that kind of thing.
3: Yeah. You know, during, I think or, during it, it doesn't
2: matter male or female. It doesn't,
3: doesn't yeah. make a difference. I think it's important to have a procedure. In the in the contract to say, like, you know, my my first course of action will to be, you know, to address the situation myself. If the
0: point.
3: actions continue, I will notify you next um, yeah, so that point. you you know that you can handle it and, you know, give them the opportunity to address it and not just say, like, I'm going to storm out and leave.
2: Um, yeah, that's a good point.
4: We're, we're a little stern in the contract, but over during our meeting, when I'm going over the contract with them, I'm I'm very nonchalant about it. But I'm I, I kinda say, you know what, in today's times, if if there is harassment, photography stops and then we we come to you guys as a couple and tell you what the problem is, and then photography will continue once the problem is taken care of. That's that's what we say. Photography stops. Perfect. We come to you and say, "Hey, you know what, Uncle Uncle So and So, Uncle Jimmy is not Uncle Jimmy, is, yeah, <laughs> Uncle Jimmy. It, 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 he's, it, he's 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 right behind me. Uh, whatever the problem is.
2: Again, uh, and, and and Neil, continue. I apologize for that. I'm sorry <laughs> that
4: happened. Don't that. apologize to me. I apologize to Lindsay.
3: <laughs> I actually got I to Uncle Jimmy, I don't want to Jimmy.
4: Think about I'm that. all for it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jimmy." <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. That's good stuff. What
4: about, what about you, Andy? Any any thoughts on this?
1: Um I guess I guess what I'm saying is I just I don't because I'm not in that position. You know, it's 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 a different position when you're female and you have guys that are doing these stupid ass things, you know? Um it's just different. It's not to say that I haven't had unruly guests and that kind of thing, but um I just the reality is is I've never been in that situation, you know? Um and I have had, you know, like last week, just last week, um, I, uh, was shooting a wedding and one of the groomsmen, um, apparently like it was at the reception. He's like, Hey, you know, like, give me my, give me the camera. I want to take some photos or whatever. And I usually, I usually just like go along with it. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Like here, take some photos. You can get, grab a shot of me. That'll be hilarious. Whatever. I don't really care. I don't, I don't take great care of my gear anyway. So I'm just kind of like, whatever. You, you know what I mean? Go ahead, take a photo, dude. Um, and he did, uh, but then I wanted to get the camera back, and he like wouldn't give me the camera back. And he's like going around the reception, like, and I didn't, I didn't get that read on him before I gave him the camera. Do you you know? And then yeah. eventually I did. This went on for like a few minutes, and he took it like a step too far. You you know what I mean? But it wasn't like it was like okay, and I kind of like laughed it off and whatever, and nobody knew anything. But then I was talking to my second shooter later about this guy, and apparently he did the same thing in the morning um, with the camera, and I wasn't aware of that. And I guess that was even worse than what happened. So he was—he was like my second shooter was like this was not happy with this dude basically um so he's like but, that but, alpha but i didn't male have that, that information you know like when that happened later on i thought he was just kind of being a brother and like whatever you know i want to grab a shot yeah. and then he was just being kind of a being kind of a dick about it you know but i mean at the same time whatever it was fine and it was actually some of the shots are actually kind of funny and i'm probably going to deliver them to the couple anyway because he's just that kind of guy doing that thing but he did cross that line a little bit but that experience is like nothing like the experiences that. Lindsay has described or like I've heard from other female photographers described. So that's why I just, I can say that I just can't, it's just different. So I, and I'm aware of that, you know? Um, Well, with
2: me, I've seen it with Natalie. I've seen before we were married when there's no ring in her finger, no one knows who she's with. She could be my assistant, my sister, my fiance, my girlfriend. They don't know. And um, she's once been legit roofied at a wedding uh, mm. towards the end of the night. Wow. And uh, when I talked to the couple afterwards, I are like, yeah, this guy, we, we know about this guy. I was so mad. He did not exist in any of our photos. If he was in the, he was only like, he wasn't like a, a, a he was a guest. He was a friend that they had to invite because of college or whatever. But any photo he was in the, it, that was had him like highlighted, like in the dance floor, deleted, didn't care. This guy does not exist to us in that wedding when you roofie a girl. He should not
3: exist because he's in jail.
2: Right. I, right? Right? Yeah. Not one photo oh. existed of him. Oh. I don't care. I don't, and if it was, and it was a good photo, I remember cloning people out to get rid of him. <laughs> I, took the, I took as long as it took for me to erase this person from this, from this wedding. Because what happens when you're at a wedding and you go back to see the photos in the professional? You look for yourself. Of course you do. So you're like, "Hey, look where's me? Where's me?" Well, you weren't there cuz you roofied my my girlfriend at the wedding trying to get somewhere with her. Yep. So she doesn't put her drink down anymore like that. So and I've seen like in a smaller case with her. I've seen other situations with that when someone's obviously hitting on her and she takes it and she tends bar a lot, so she's so used to it, it's fine. But I, I'm on. A, I'm not a fence. Fine. Yeah,
1: right. I was. I was just well, to well, say, like, if, if the point of this conversation and what's happening in the world today. I didn't mean fine. I didn't mean fine. Oh, yeah. Well, I meant like what a, you just what said gonna, was. Oh, 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 it happens all the time. Never She's never used to it. it. I... <laughs> I mean, it's actually, fine. That is actually that is actually the epitome <laughs> of what society is trying to go against right now. Just, well, I, I, too, just good for point, your good information. <laughs> oh
2: my god. I mean, it's fine that I'm kind of used to it I guess by now it's going to happen you everyone hit, you know you, you got a bartender it's going to it's going to happen even just
1: right but the the whole point though is like that stuff is not fine and needs to be taken care of in different ways now you're, you're right you're right, right. so and if, if i see if I something about
3: it, they're going to keep doing it you know yes
2: if i see something i'll i'll step in and and uh, not address it but just make it look like she's with me but especially before we had engagement rings on or she did but now, you know, it's, um, she, handles it pretty, she handles it very well. So I'm, I'm not worried at all when she goes out and does a wedding on her own or shoots the guys and then meets me back again. It's all fine. It's all good.
1: Valerie asks a part two to this question, um, also um, addressed towards Lindsay. Being a female lead photographer, have you ever had a male second shooter that people would treat as the main shooter?
3: i love this Mm. question (laughs) it's so sad how often this happens um yeah so i'm super lucky like so my second shooter uh steve krosik is um uh, a conscious guy who this happens all the time where we sit down to dinner and they'll uh, someone will ask him like, "Oh, what's the name of your company?" and he'll just be like, "I work for her." You know, I mean, he's he's very straightforward about it, and I kind of love when it happens because. People just feel so dumb. they like, oh, you work for her? It's like, yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> um, it's crazy. It, it's crazy that that happens. And especially, it's like, did you see me like taking all those family portraits and like working my ass off all day? Like, mm. it's um, it's sad that yeah. Sometimes people just assume that the male is the lead. Uh, it happens shockingly a lot. <laughs>
2: you know, for the first time, I, I assisted someone in my area that's a, an equal lead photographer, on her own, and um, she was going to hire my wife to do it, and I said, you know what, you don't have to take off your shift from the bar. I'll I'll work. And I was just like, okay, cool. So, and I know I'm friends with her. We hang out sometimes, um, and I I I was kind of ready to, cause I'm I'm a little older than her. I'm probably a lot older than her, but. Uh, and whenever one someone had to come to her and her assistant, who was a female, they always said, who's the lead photographer here? And I liked that. It was good to hear that. Cause I didn't, I, I felt, I would feel embarrassed if they just came to me, assuming I was the lead photographer. Cause I was the guy,
0: yeah, you know, but they didn't, that's they the went, correct they went to, to her. Do.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was a very correct thing to do. People at the venue did that. And I, I'm just, i was her assistant. So I said, you want me to do whatever I'm there for you, you know? So I, th- I think I think people are realizing that more and more now. And and if it, maybe if you even do the math, it might very well be more female wedding photographers than male. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I mean, think in our area scout.
3: it's pretty pretty female dominated actually. Yeah. Would you guys agree? I think there's probably more women.
2: Uh, my area, it's maybe, maybe.
1: I think that's it's becoming that way. Um,
3: yeah. yeah. I think for yeah. sure there's more women. Yeah.
2: I think the stat is how many female professional photographers they are and B the stat of longevity. How, how many, what's the number of, of of photographers who continue after say 15 years in the profession, uh, male versus female. That'd be a good stat. I'm not going to get on it. I have other things to do. I'm just throwing out there for anyone who wants to take the helm and run with it. (laughs) Oh, (laughs)
4: thankfully I have have a wife who's half owner of the company. So there you go. I don't have to worry about that. (laughs) <laughs> but I love it when people think that she's the boss. Yeah. It, it means that, you know, she's in control. Oh, that happens with Natalie and I. When she's the main photographer,
2: I'm her assistant and she's the one answering questions and I'll step in if, if she wants me to. But I'm just like, yeah, the, the company's called JFR photography, but she's the lead photographer today and I didn't get booked. So I'm coming as, as, as the assistant. Boom.
1: Following I, our I love it. last episode with Andrew Wheeler, which I really liked that episode a lot. Oh, and, I hate that guy. And oh, sorry, no, I love that. <laughs> sorry, Andrew. <laughs> and uh, and really appreciated having him on. And I and I like yeah, I like deeper good. topics like that. I like. Um, I really appreciated that episode. Um, uh, Darcy wrote in and entered the Facebook group, and I really appreciated what he wrote in too. Because that read what he wrote. I said he was listening to episode one one four while editing, and he can't express how hard this one hits home. Uh, Last week, he found out that his mom has a terminal illness, and all this in the busiest time of year, with multiple weddings to edit, and a double wedding waiting for him that weekend. How could I capture the most important day in someone's life when mine was crumbling around me? It took everything in me to turn off the outside world and to try to make it through the weekend. I did, and no one noticed the difference. I thank you for bringing this topic up to remind me that I am not. Alone, so I I think that was I just I just really appreciated um him uh writing in. Thank you, Darcy, for listening, and thanks for uh yeah, you know you, yeah. we're a wedding photography podcast, you know, so it's like I try to push some deep topics here and there whenever I can because I you know I've got I like to think kind of deep on things, but that was a special episode because it's you know anytime that stuff comes up, I think like Neil when uh you know you got that shot for me and my wife at the end of our wedding and it was just it was a really powerful moment like those are some of my favorite moments of of having done this show and last episode Mm -hmm. is one that kind of sticks out like that too and and it's especially meaningful when it's not just us that's sitting here talking but we can bring you know our listeners into that and 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 have it touch them in a personal kind of way so um it's uh it was very cool and uh, i'm glad that we were able to kind of let you feel like you're not alone darcy so thanks for that man Mm -hmm. um and guys, I think uh, that's what I got. Unless anybody's yeah. got um, anything else uh, today, uh... I have a tip. Oh, good. Uh, Lindsay has a tip of the week. Um, I okay. I don't know if I do. If you guys have think of, think of things, I have. I have a
4: question. I have a question.
1: Perfect. All right, Lindsay. I got something fun to mention. Let's uh, let's do tip of the week. <laughs> Lindsay, go ahead.
3: Um, hey, if you're using Venmo for your business, don't don't write about it on Venmo because it's illegal. You can't do that. Against okay. the terms of service, you need a business account.
1: Right. And you're talking about like taking payment or paying second Taking shooters. payments, right. paying
3: your assistance, all of that. If right. you want to pay your assistant on Venmo, fine. But, you know, say it's a chair. Don't say for photographs. Because <laughs> so if do you do get they, caught, there are fines. Do they That's charge Mike extra said.
4: for like a business account? Yeah. You know okay. Yeah. So, it's, so it's
2: best so just it's like to like a percentage
3: sign up. of, you know, just like PayPal or anything else, they take a percentage of uh, the transaction. Okay.
2: Hmm. okay. Right.
1: Yeah. The <laughs> same tip. is, the same is true for like that PayPal. There's like a way to send by, through friends and family as opposed right. to, right. Yeah. You way. can't
3: do
1: that. Um, but you know,
3: just write a check or call it a chair. Don't yeah. call it photos. Right. Easy.
1: Exactly. Uh, that's a good tip. Um, yeah. Jimmy, you have something funny for the crowd.
2: Um, Today, mm-hmm. I had to return something at H&M, so I went to the sale rack, and I found a men's blazer my size, my uh, my fit, for $13. Come on. So, hey, this is, might be the time, hey, if, gentlemen, if, if to check out the, the last season's uh, blazers. If you're pushing
1: wear, $13 blazers, I know if you're looking for a wedding photographer... Um, for your <laughs> wedding, <laughs> and you want to pay me one hundred fifty dollars uh, to come shoot my wedding? I think I might have uh this might fit the bill, you know. Well,
2: they're they're only like eighty bucks new anyway. They're pretty they're pretty expensive, and I think I talked about these before because they're great because they're stretch and they're, they're comfortable. So you know, I I like talking fashion on this podcast. So I was ridiculously mm-hmm. happy. I have like the same similar color. I'm like I don't care if there was more of that that price. You got to do it. So just anyway, good te- good time now before like. It gets too cold where they're going to try to get rid of old stuff, you know, at any of these stores. That's it.
1: Neil, you had something too, huh? A little bit
4: of an issue. Um, so uh, I would say probably back in February or March, uh, uh, I photographed their wedding last year. They came up to me and they said, you know, a uh, the local wedding magazine wants to feature their wedding in, inside their wedding. Now, uh, of course, all photographers would probably like, "Oh, that's such a great opportunity. I, I get free free exposure, blah, blah blah, but I've done this before, and I had never received anything. Now, I know this is extremely important to my my bride and groom. I want to make them happy, so I'm but it's going to take me time to get all the images ready and all that stuff. And the inside, me as a business person, me as a photographer, um I want to be paid for this. Mm-hmm. I want to be paid by the the local wedding magazine for this.
1: Um, web so magazine doesn't like that.
4: They don't like that either. And I know for a fact that, uh, if, if they are, if they're, um, featuring a photographer who doesn't pay to, for advertising in their magazine, right. they put the photographers, um, like the vendor, the, at all the way at the bottom. Right. And they, they list like all, all the paying customers up top and they put the photography, the photographer all the way at the freaking bottom. And mm-hmm. that that I, I have a huge issue with that. So if this was you guys um, and you really want to make your clients happy because they're so excited, do you say, hey, you know what? I want to be paid for this. Or do you say, OK, you know what? I'm just going to do this uh, just make you guys happy. Maybe I'll possibly get a wedding out of this. But. What I'm having a what I'm having issue is is I don't want to be the last vendor listed. I want to be the top one. I want to be this, you know, because I'm putting in a lot of time of getting these images ready. Do you guys send out maybe like a contract to the wedding magazine before you you know throw them images or like what do you what do you guys do? Because I don't want to get screwed again.
2: I, I don't. I can't comment. I I never have.
1: I so, uh, I don't know. I've done this before, and and sometimes it's been I typically have folded in the past, and just like mm-hmm. okay, take the images. There's a full wedding gallery. Pick what you want, and then. But here's the thing: when I've done that in the past, I have not liked the images that they're picking. You know, like they're picking like images that they should not be picking. It did not show my name well, based on you know the the images that they were choosing when they were. Cl- absolutely better images that they should have picked that show well, I same stuck to thing. my guns I you said know?
4: I am picking the images right. I am picking the images right
1: yeah Damn that's it. that's good at the very least next time that that is happening you know like I'm not doing what I did before which is here's the gallery pick them I mean it's easier that way and a lot of my business is kind of run on efficiency and kind of like you know like I don't want to spend time on this stuff here, you you know, but, but for, but for that when it's your name out there. Like I, like I'm not going to do that again because I was not happy with, with the way that, that whole thing looked. Um, but man, and, and I, I am conflicted on that because I, as a business person, when you're taking time to do that, right. Like Mm -hmm. you're taking the time to, to put the to get the images together and and select them and maybe put more even finishing touches on them if they're going going there. man I, I spent four time. hours on it yeah, exactly today. right you four should be hours. paying for your time right I could have added um, on another wedding or be compensated maybe by say hey you know like this is what my time's worth if you don't want to pay me you, you need to give me back give me that back in advertising maybe make me be a gold member for a year or something like that do you know what I mean like like it, like we were talking about contracts are negotiable that can be negotiable too de- depending on what your time's worth and what you, what you, you know, what you want to have shown about your business, you know? Um, but I have, and and I think a lot of photographers these days are kind of bending and folding over to that stuff. Um, but I'm, I'm less likely to do that having learned some of the lessons that I've learned over the years, you know, um, you know, as those, those things come up, you know, I, I mentioned on the podcast a few episodes ago that, you know, the, the, actually the large number of wedding vendors, or even I had a makeup artist the other week that wanted to use something. And I was like, you know, if you're gonna put it there, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna charge you something. You know, give me fifty bucks if you want to use it without my name, without the logo. And if not, I'll give you, I'll give you it with the logo. And 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 you know what? If you don't like that, then maybe maybe the work is worth something to you. You know, and then 50, 50 bucks for like a, a regional local makeup artist, I don't think is asking a lot. You know, like um, but but I'm willing, also perfectly willing to give you that image, you know, at no charge with with a logo that I'm gonna put on that. You know, and I think that's perfectly fair. You know, if you really. So,
3: yeah. I go think ahead, if people really like your the work that they see in that story, they'll just scan through the vendors and find your name. Um, I don't think Lindsay, it makes it
4: Lindsay. People don't fun. read. I'm yeah. sorry. They just don't read.
3: They don't. Well, then it then it doesn't matter either way. <laughs> yeah. Like I think I, I assume you're talking about Buffalo Wedding Magazine, and I, I like. Personally, I would just take a stand and be like, hey, can you? We try not
4: to name drop on. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) sorry.
3: Well, I'm. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, there's only two that it could be, probably, in Western New York. (laughs) It's one or the
1: other. It's (laughs) one or the other.
3: One's called, like, Buffalo Weddings, and one's. Anyway, they're both, like, the exact same thing. Anyway.
1: Just said, Lindsay, we don't (laughs) name drop on this show.
3: Neither one. (laughs) Neither one. They're the same. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, but if they have paying photographers who send them feature weddings, and they're choosing to use one of their not like they either owe a refund to their paying vendors, right? They oh. owe you some money. Like that's just crazy, right? That's what so, I'm so, back, so back
4: <laughs> to my question: Do you guys try and put on contract just so that you're like top? Like, like, I don't want to get screwed. Like if, if you guys don't put me at the top, I'm going to bill you uh, like a thousand bucks or something like that. Well, like with, with, is that, is that like not reasonable? Well, is it, is I that would, like,
1: I would say, what is, what is it worth for you to, for the time, the four hours that it took to put this together? Four hours I took today, yeah. Well, I mean, well then what is your rate? You know what I mean? And know what your rate is. And then, and then, and then say, Hey, this is what my rate would be if I was doing this for any other client, you know, or putting, putting together a, a spread for a magazine. Um, this is you know this is how much time I put into it to make it look good, um and and in order to be compensated for that here's here's either I either have an invoice for you or if you want to um you know pay me back in advertising and give me look up like what their gold membership or whatever the hell their memberships are which I have no idea what they are but look look up whatever their membership fees are and say that well I would like the equal equivalent in that and what my fee is you know um as an example I don't know, but but. It's, it's always tough because we, we all, we have relationships with other people in our industry and all that kind of thing. And, you know, so it's, it's tough. There's a balancing act that we all got to play and find what, find out where we stand on it, on some of these things.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But yeah, I hear you. But <laughs> Well, uh. I don't have any tips. I don't have any questions. I don't have any conundrums. So I think uh, that's going to wrap it up, everybody. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening in to episode number 115, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, Lindsay, thank you for uh, joining us. The queen of queen city of queen cities. Which will never be used again, ever again. By the way, Um, But thanks for joining us. Uh, Seriously, uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate you and having Anytime. you. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, where can people find you?
3: Oh, uh, didario.com D E D A R I O or at Lindsay Didario on Instagram. Mr. Ferrara. No, wait, that's wrong.
1: Whoa. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's my personal Instagram. If you want to see pictures Uh-oh. of hiking and fun things like that, if you want to see wedding photos, you go to Lindsay at work. That's Lindsay with an a at work.
4: Is that a new
3: one? Is that, is that no, new she, or no? No.
4: for a while. Oh, okay. I must know about the personal one. Okay, never mind. <laughs> uh,
1: Mr. Jimmy Ferrara.
4: Uh, websites,
2: jamesferrara.com. Social is at jferrara photo.
4: Neil Urban. N-E-A-L-U-R-B-N. And you can follow me uh, through social media. I don't know. All the icons are on my website.
1: And my name is Andy Buscemi. The last name is B U S C E M I, and you can Google me and find my website and social media that way. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening, and catch you next time.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.